welcome to your spiritual BFF podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Easter Johnson. Do you ever want to ask all your woo-woo, weird questions to someone, but don't know who to go to? Are you spiritually curious? Well, I'm your girl, here to guide you in all things spirituality, manifestation, crystals, energy healing, and more. Welcome to your awakening. Hello, I'm so excited to be back here with you on the podcast. It's Hannah here. I am really excited about recording this episode and I can even see this episode translating into a couple different parts to be honest because this is a very frequent thing that I have people messaging me about once they are starting their spiritual journey, uh, once they're tapping into their intuitive gifts and as they start to explore, especially those podcast listeners that have reached out to me about this very thing, um, it's something that I see come up for people a lot. So I want you all to know that first and foremost, but this episode is going to be some tips for when your clairvoyancy, (laughs) your ability to see energy come starts to come online. And sometimes this manifests in the way of seeing spirits, of sensing spirits, which would be your clairsentience. So sensing energy, being able to feel energy. That's what is happening when if if you have had the experience of seeing or sensing spirits. And so I like I said, I've had many, many listeners DM me or email me saying, hey. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but here's it. Here's what it is. Like, what is happening? <laughs> Can do you have any tips for me? Can you help? Like, what is this? And often, um, you know, I hear fear in the message. I sense fear in the message, or a sense of like, I'm unsure about this. Tell me, I'm not crazy. <laughs> so let's start there. You're not crazy, okay? Nothing is wrong with you. This is very common as people begin to explore their gifts and their abilities. So when I say clairvoyance, if you haven't listened to my Claire episodes, they are so good. I did an intuition challenge for a week straight. So it was a podcast episode every day, and it's about a different Claire sense every day. So I recommend if you haven't listened to those, you listen to clairsentience, which is clear feeling and clairvoyance, which is clear seeing. And so you're clear feeling, you're beginning to feel other energies, energetic imprints and sensing them and clairvoyance, you're beginning to see energies. So those clear senses may start to manifest themselves in sensing different energies in physical spaces, right? So in your home, in someone else's home, in an old building, as you're walking past other people. So those are other ways for sure that these senses can come online. So when I'm talking about being able to sense or see spirits, it's that's not the only thing that comes through with these gifts. That's why I'm recommending those other episodes to you. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But I am encouraging us to look at it through this lens of if you're beginning to sense or see spirits in your space, in your home, we're going to talk primarily about that today. That's where I have tips for you because that's when people tend to go, oh my gosh, this is spooking me. I'm getting really freaked out. What do I do? Help. (laughs) That's what this episode is. Okay. 
So starting there, I just want you to know that you, these gifts are coming online for you. Okay. They are developing in a new way. Maybe you have been in touch with your clairvoyance for a while or in other ways. Maybe during meditation, you started to see images. Maybe, um, you started to intuit things through your your mind's eye, your mind screen. I like to call it like a screen in your mind. Perhaps you were getting like flashes of things, of colors. So things in your on your mind screen, in your mind, with your intuition. Or perhaps you started seeing certain things visually out there. Colors, sparks, kind of flashes of things. Or perhaps you started to pick up sensing spirits. This is a thing that several people <laughs> have, have many, many, many people, in fact. So I don't want you to think this is odd or unusual or weird. This then starts to come online for people. And I'll share with you the first time it happened to me, actually, through my clairsentience first, and then through my clairvoyance. I like to meditate lying down. This was probably, mm, I would say, six months to a year. Uh, probably six months into my spiritual awakening journey back in 2017. And I was lying down, practicing meditation. It was kind of the first few months I've been doing that. And I would, my eyes would shoot open because I could swear there was someone standing at my feet, like at the end of the couch. And I would shoot my eyes open, terrified, because I could sense something in the room with me. And it freaked me out. (laughs) So I want you to know that that is really common and understandable when you think you're alone in a space or you know who's in the home with you and yet you feel another presence. Okay. Makes sense to be spooked by that, but I want you to know a few things. And through these tips, I'm going to give you some really concrete things that you can be doing to maintain your energetic and your spiritual hygiene and for you to remain in your power. That's going to be the theme that you hear from all of these tips, okay, is how to remain in your power about this, okay? So I had asked one of my spiritual mentors, (laughs) what is going on? I am scared that this is something bad, that this is something sinister. It's just like, it feels like it's just standing there. Like, I don't know what it is. It feels like it's just standing there. I got all worked up, okay? So... She was like, okay, let's tune into it. There's a few things, Hannah, that first and foremost is that you get to decide what's in your space. And that's what that's my number one tip for you. I'm going to keep coming back to that. You get to decide. Do not give your power away to anything, anybody, <clears throat> excuse me, anything or anybody. You stay in your power. You get to decide who and what is in your space energetically included. Okay. That's what I'm speaking to here. So she encouraged me to do the same first by again. And she was picking up that this is probably a guide of mine, but I wasn't convinced. Okay. And this is somebody I trust my mentor. She was believing it was a guide. I wasn't convinced because I was very much in fear frequency. I was very much worried about something bad happening or something sinister especially, you know, watching scary movies and being traumatized as a kid. Like I'm such a highly sensitive person. I don't know why I was ever allowed to watch or willingly chose as a teenager or young adult to watch um, scary films regarding spooky things like supernatural. 
excuse me, I just woke up and I feel like I need to clear, keep clearing my throat. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have a sip of water. <clears throat> Goodness gracious. Got some throat chakra stuff. This is so fascinating. I always just kind of tune into what my body is signaling to me. And sometimes it's just, you know, Hannah, you're just clearing your throat. It's fine. But usually when it's persistent like this, it's like, whew. okay, there's something here for me. So I'm just noticing what's happening in my throat chakra. <laughs> Okay, had my sip of water. So she, I was encouraged to just kind of tune into that. It was, you know, of her belief that this is likely a guide of mine. But here's a few tips that I want for you if this is a happening to you and you're sensing a presence around. Grounding yourself is key. Making sure that you're in your body. If when you get scared, if when you get unsure or doubtful about anything in life, what happens sometimes is that we're not trusting ourselves to even be present in our body to protect ourselves. So we're like shooting up and out of our bodies. We're like leaving the body. Mantra I started using when I recognized this was happening to me probably 10 times a day. <laughs> no wonder I was having difficulty being grounded, feeling safe, trusting myself in my body. Okay. This sounds familiar. This might be you. I was shooting up and out of my body, leaving my body entirely, and then coming back down bit by bit. That's not being grounded. Okay. It's literally the exact opposite. So I started using the mantra it is safest for me to be in my body. The safest place for me to be is in my body. The safest place for you to be is in your body. Even if you're picking up some stuff that's freaking you out. Okay. The safest place for you to be is in your body. I want you to repeat that back to yourself again and again. This is a tool I use to stay grounded is this mantra to be grounded, spending time in nature. I did a whole episode on grounding techniques. Okay. So I'm not going to go into all the details of how to ground, but this is one, especially related to your clairvoyancy and sensing and seeing spirits. Let yourself know the safest place for me to be is in my body and remind yourself if there's, if I need protecting Hello, the safest place for me to be is in my body, not shooting up and out and letting free fear frequency absolutely envelop me and keep me in a fear state, right? The safest place for me to be is in my body. So grounding is going to be certainly step one of, of beginning to acclimate more to this clairvoyancy coming online. The other thing is clearing your space regularly. So if you're sensing something and you want to be sure that it's nothing that doesn't belong, nothing that you don't want there, clearing your space with sage, palo santo. I like to open up a door or window when I'm doing this very intentionally, clearing the space and saying out loud, use your voice, bring that power from your heart space as you're grounded from your root, right? And say, you can say anything you want. My favorite around that time when I was really freaked out by this happening was anything of that is not of the highest divine light and vibration is not allowed in my space and must leave immediately and never return. Really get your power, bring some power. What do they say? Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest, some power behind that. And you can say it in each room. You can say it in the center of your house and then use that intention as you sage 
each corner of your house. Go to the corners. Um, Energy likes to stagnate in corners, just period, kind of like dust bunnies do. So reach each corner of your house with that sage as you go each room. I like to go clockwise in a room. That's why I like to open up a window or door as well. And once I feel complete with the entire space being sage and I'm bringing that intention in every single space, anything that is not of the most divine and sacred energy and light must leave and never return. Goodbye. You could say goodbye. Like I literally go to the door and I imagine all of that, anything that doesn't belong, including any energies that are, are not of the most divine and sacred, highest vibration, whatever words resonate with you, I imagine it all just swooping out the door after my staging is complete as if I am ushering them out goodbye. I wait there for a moment until I feel complete, shut the door, my space is staged and cleansed. Okay? Got it? <laughs> so you're grounding yourself. You're keeping your space cleared regularly. I'll share a little story with you. I think you guys will like this little um, encounter story that I've had with spirits um, since then. This was just about... I don't know, like six months ago. And I I have to tell you, and just for some inspiration and hope for you, if this is really freaking you out, if the, any of this is occurring to you or you're worried it's going to, I was too. I was the most petrified. But coming back to my power and coming back to my body and recognizing that I am love frequency, I am the most divine and sacred light and vibration. I get to decide what's in my space. I don't have to be in fear frequency about these gifts. That also tends to be underneath this, you guys, is people that maybe have had past lives where they were killed, harmed, ostracized for having these gifts. Sometimes those things can be back in, you know, connected to your current life where you're afraid of opening up these gifts. So I just want you to be really patient with yourself. Um, I was petrified that I was going to see something with my eyes. First and foremost, when somebody told me they started seeing spirits soon in their spiritual awakening, it scared the shit out of me because I was like, no, 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 I cannot see anything with my eyes because I will not ever open up again. I was terrified. I want you to know like this gets to be at your own pace, okay? So if things are showing up for you and you're noticing things and you're you're sensing or seeing things, whether it's in your mind's eye or with your eyes, okay, I want you to know you're ready for it. Take some deep breaths. Do these practices, grounding in, spiritual hygiene for yourself, cleansing yourself regularly, grounding yourself with crystals. You know, I wear my amethyst and um, for protection every day, um, rose quartz every day. And then I decide kind of if from my other crystal bracelets, what I wear, that's how I stay protected every day symbolically through those crystals. Yes. Crystals do a hundred percent support and bring that energy in, but it's also symbolic, symbolical to me that I am protected and cared for and supported by those crystals. So if you have things in your home that you want to place in there that are reminders of that, like talisman of sorts or just anchors of sorts for you, I encourage you to do that as well. Okay. Whatever supports you in cultivating safety as this new gift comes to you. But back to my story, that used to be me. I just wanted to be very frank about that. I wasn't comfortable with this as soon as it happened. It took like two years of evolving this gift and noticing things and coming back to my power over and over and over again and finding what worked for me, finding what made me feel most safe, which is actually internal safety. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. And some external things like I just mentioned. Okay. 
and practices that make me feel good. So about six months ago, because I'm not afraid of these things anymore, I just notice them when they happen. So like sometimes, you know, it'll not jolt me, but it'll go like, oh, I was surprised. Okay. I thought my space was clear. Got it. I'm sensing something. This is going to sound so spooky, but I swear it's not. I'm not trying to tell a spooky tale. I sent something in my closet. (laughs) Now I, our bedroom directly connects to our master bathroom, which directly is connected to our master closet. And we have a walk-in closet. There's no door from the walk-in closet to the bathroom. And obviously the bathroom has a door, but it was propped open. So I'm sitting on the bed. It's like in the middle of the day, I think is when I first sense it, because I have a rule that spirit, and this is another tip for you, I have a rule where spirits um, are not allowed to um, approach me or engage with me after sundown. That's a rule I set very early on because I was petrified. (laughs) So I didn't, I was having my guides even come to me at night in more form than just like, oh, I sense you, but like actually trying to like talk to me and appear to me and I could like feel them like almost standing around me. And I was like, y'all, this is not okay. This is freaking me out. I can't even be open to you or your guidance or connecting with you because I'm so scared right now. So I set some rules in place for myself. After sundown, they were not allowed to come through. Imagine this gift, this sense you have as a shop, a storefront. You have an open and closed sign. You can flip it to open. You can flip it to closed. You get to decide when's it open and when is it closed. So right now you can even visualize like, okay, I want this closed for now until you get more comfortable with it. Switch it to closed. Go back, do some of these practices, getting familiar with what this feels like, grounding into safety and protection for yourself, okay? Safest place for you to be is your body. And then if you feel open to it, just flip that open sign. You can still have rules. (laughs) I still have rules during certain things and certain times and what feels like boundaries for me and my guides know those. And so they, they, they never spook me anymore. If they approach me, I know, I know they're kind of energetic imprint. I know what it feels like when they're coming through versus if I'm sensing another spirit. So back to the story, <laughs> taking all these tangents is helping you, I promise. Um, the open and close sign and such. I wanted to remember to drop that one in there. I'm just sitting on my bed. I want to say it was in the middle of the day. And I have a direct line of sight into my closet because the bathroom door is open. Closet door doesn't have a door. So I am I feel like out of the corner of my eye, I saw something move. So I just kind of looked over there. And whether it was with my actual sight or my inner sight, I felt like I saw almost somebody like pacing back and forth. Again, this did not scare me. Nothing about this. When you learn to read energy as your clairvoyance continues to come online, you will learn to decipher um, what feels right and what doesn't, and then you can take action accordingly, which I'm going to give you a few tips if you encounter something that doesn't feel right to you. And again, this takes some practice and being able to discern and differentiate between what feels right and what doesn't. And if you're in fear frequency constantly, it will all feel not right. So as you practice coming back to neutral, being in your body, safety, and understanding how to read the energy and decipher and discern and what you're comfortable with and your boundaries, you will start to learn this. Okay. But be patient with yourself. Again, this is five, six, seven years in the making for me. I'm looking, I feel like I see something pacing. It feels fine. Like it's not something that doesn't feel right. I just stay curious. I get curious about it. That's a huge key I have um, for this piece. Stay, I stay curious. And I just kind of noted it and kept going about my day. 
because it, it, I noticed it felt like the pacing and then it just kind of stopped as if it wanted to show me. And then it was like, as if nothing was there, nothing was happening. Like I didn't pick up on the energy in the minutes after that. So I just like kept going about my day go to bed that night. And I sensed it in there again. It was at night, but it was not approaching me. I just sensed it kind of like if, um, you're in bed and somebody's still awake in the house, you might not hear them, see them cause you're in the other room, but you can still kind of sense that they're out there. That's what I mean. Right. Like a, if your husband's upstairs playing games or if your kid is awake reading or, or, or whatever they're doing in the other room, even if they're not making sound, you can still sense them. So that's kind of how it was. Um, and I was like, okay, I got to take care of this because it's still in that space. Something's going on in there. I'll deal with it the next day. Again, I have those boundaries with myself as well. I don't deal with any of this stuff at night. I don't because I know it can put me back even after six years or plus it can put me back in that fear frequency quite easily at night because my mind, my fear-based mind can really take it and run with it. So I wake up the next day. I still sense it. Um, I am alone in, in the house by myself at this point. So I feel like I can do all the woo-woo stuff I need to do without my husband being like, what is going on? So I liked to do this in, uninterrupted. I actually, um, Kevin had kind of opened up space for the spirit to like start asking them questions and go like, who are you? What are you doing? And sometimes I get a clear answer. And sometimes it's just like, I got the sense and it was a male, um, energies. I got the sense that he was, um, lost and just wandering and going like, I don't know where I'm at. And I kind of came to you for help, but I didn't really mean to. Um, and I'm not trying to scare you. Like he was very like anxious feeling. That's why the pacing, but it was like, he was literally confined to my closet. Like he wasn't wandering around my house. So I just gently let him know you're seeking the light. It's okay. Is that, does that feel true? You're seeking the light and some peace. And he was like, yes. Oh my gosh. Can you help me with that? easily. I said, yes. So I sent him to the light. I just, I feel like I said a few things to him first, just to like comfort him and make sure he didn't feel alone. And then I asked my divine and sacred angels and guides to come forward and support me with this piece. And I sent him to the light and I imagine him literally being like his, his and his energy literally being carried up, 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 upward towards the light until it like disappeared like a small, like a, as if you release a balloon into the sky and it just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And then I literally just kind of stood there for a minute and noticed the energy felt completely neutral and normal again. I then saged my entire home just to make sure there wasn't any residual stuff lingering around. I didn't, I just took the opportunity. I probably could have just saged the closet, but I took the opportunity to sage the entire house and really bring the intentions of, um, back, like I said to you, anything of, um, that is not of the most highest divine and light vibration. I I usually don't do that anymore because I really think I keep my home really clear. And, um, I tend to just invite in only light and, and, and peace and whatever intentions, you know, you're, you're setting in your space in each room in your home, you know, each room in your home might have a different intention, et cetera. I have an episode, um, that I've mentioned kind of that stuff as well. So that being said, that's how I encountered this recently. And I have implemented a lot, a lot of these tips and, 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 and things that it truly doesn't feel scary anymore. I just notice it, stay curious, stay in my power, bring forth my divine and sacred angels and guides to support me in it and send to the light. That being said, like I mentioned earlier, once you start discerning and differentiating 
this feels right and this doesn't, this energy in my space or that I'm encountering doesn't feel right. Okay, you get to decide if it belongs in your space or not. Stay in your power. Bring forth your divine and sacred angels and guides and ask for it to be completely enveloped in their light and in their kind of, um, in light, that works, in light, all of the pieces of their energy, of this energy that you're sensing that doesn't feel right to you, let it be completely enveloped, scooped up in, in its entirety and begin to see it float away and being sent completely to the light. Like I said, as if that balloon is disappearing all the way, as much as you need to sense or visualize or feel that happening, wait until that feels complete and then kind of scan it again and notice, wow, it's literally like, like that. Like it is like that you guys. So I've about three years ago, I was still teetering back and forth between my fear frequency with this, but not as often. I was kind of maybe like 40% still in that 60% in my power. And I encountered something like that that did not feel right. It was very clear. This is not right. I did not feel like I was going to be harmed. None of that. Okay. It wasn't like sinister like that. It just didn't feel right. And I let that be enough. I literally, before it could even like come into my home, I felt it more kind of like on my property, like in my backyard, sort of energetically. I scooped it up. And guys, any of these energies that don't feel right or that feel bad or angry or whatever. I don't even want to use the word evil. Okay. (laughs) Because these beings and spirits simply want to be sent to the light. It could be that they're coming through because they're attracted like a moth to a flame to your light. It does not need to be that way though. You don't need to be the person that attracts these things. I want you to know like, oh my gosh, she said, you know, I'm such a beautiful light that I'm going to attract all these things. No, (laughs) not saying that but it helps to keep it in perspective for you. If you do encounter things that don't feel fucking right or that you don't want in your space or that, yeah, I feel angry or just like, ugh, just doesn't feel right. Okay. (laughs) So you get the authority over what is allowed in your space and what you encounter. If you do, you have this beautiful power within you and within your spirit team and with your ability to read energy. How amazing is that? You're able to perceive these things. That's is amazing. And as this gift grows, like I said, and as you're prioritizing, staying in your power about it and, and, and finding what works for you, excuse me, both externally, internally to feel safe, you have, you will have true authority over this gift. And then you will be able to use it for positivity and for good. You know, I read the energy of people that I have sessions with for people I don't have sessions with, you know, I'm picking up energy even when I'm scrolling on social media, which is why, um, I have to be very careful with that. I can intuit a lot of things I can engage with, um, people have passed over. That's a huge piece of this gift. I've been in many sessions with clients where a a past loved one will come through an Akashic record reading or an angel communication reading, or a friend of mine has mentioned something and I feel a presence of their loved one or my own loved ones. My, my the the loved ones of that have passed in my life, and I have that connection with them, right? And I can sense those energies, and I can call them in if I just want to feel their energy or have a question for a loved one or or need their support or their comfort in those moments. Guys, there's so many beautiful gifts with this, so many beautiful gifts. I've also sensed the energies of other beings from from not Earth, <laughs> from not Earth, because I wasn't scared when I was feeling. 
I was looking up at a star and I felt called. I felt like something was calling to me. I felt like I could engage with it safely because I have, I use my discernment. I'm in my power. I've really learned, um, what these energetic imprints feel like. I have my boundaries and I get to decide if I engage or don't. And if I don't, it's no harm, no foul. Nobody's offended. It's just like, okay, no, thank you. My clothes sign is on moving on. I'm keeping my boundary. So the evolution of this gets to be really beautiful. And I want you, another tip is to reach out for support for somebody that really understands this and can hold space for you. So whether that's a a friend or loved one who is open to this world, I don't recommend going to people at at this point in your journey. If you're still kind of getting used to reading energy and sensing things, going to someone who doesn't believe in this because it's going to plant seeds of doubt for you and that's not going to support you, but people that are in kind of the same realm or people that you can trust, whether that's a healer, a mentor, a friend, a a family member, whoever it is to be able to reach out for that support. I know for many of you, if you're just starting your journey, you may not have that yet. I know what that feels like as well. Continue seeking out, setting your intentions to build out your community for people that specifically you can go to about these things. I remember that was part of when I was manifesting my community, I was building out this idea and energy in my mind that I wanted people that I can go to with this woo-woo stuff that felt wild at the time. And now it's just so normal a part of my life. But at the time it still felt like this is wild. This is unbelievable. This is like unreal. Nobody's going to believe me. This is, am I crazy? What's happening? I wanted people that I can go to where I didn't feel like I had to preface anything, that I didn't have to convince that I wasn't crazy, that could actually give me support and guidance and can stay grounded with me. And I have many of those people, many, many, many of those people in my life now. In the beginning of my journey, I didn't. So I want you to continue to stay in your intention with building that out. It will come through. And like I had said in the beginning of this episode, many, many people have reached out to me about this this very thing. And I've given them these exact tips, okay, that I've sprinkled all throughout this episode. If still something is coming up for you, feel free to reach out to me anytime. Instagram is the best way to get in touch with me at Hannah Johnson Coaching. You can also shoot me an email, hello at hannahjohnsoncoaching.com. So feel free to do that, guys. I don't want you to think you cannot continue to reach out to me, but I think this episode being out there for people will really support you because this is one I've gotten again and again and again. You are so not alone. You are so not alone. Call in your angels and guides to support you. Last thing I'll leave you with speaking of angels and guides is archangels. Starting to work with the archangels changed the game for me as far as the high vibrational energy of working with angels. I have a very um, strong connection to archangel, angel, the angelic realm. I have that connection. Um, so lucky and uh, gr- grateful not lucky. Many people can have this connection. Okay. But I am grateful that I've chosen to continue to explore it because it has brought me and other people so many gifts through my angel readings, through client sessions, just in general, as they come through. And for my life, bringing comfort, support, um, asking angels for support on my behalf, on others' behalf. And archangels are a part of that. I started working with the archangels probably like four years ago. I started working with them actually because my clairvoyancy was coming online and I was really spooked for this very reason that I recorded this whole podcast episode about. I started calling Archangel my um, Archangel Michael, is that who I called through the most, I think. But there's many Archangels, okay, right? But 
I started calling through a few of the main ones and I would like visual visualize them, envision them like almost landing on top of my home, casting a gorgeous golden bubble around my house, my property, my cars, me, anybody in my home, my loved ones, and feeling really protected. So you can call forth archangel support as well. And as I learn more about how to do this as well and work with the archangels more, who knows, I might do an episode on it in the future, but there's lots of information out there about archangels and, and their unique traits and the things that they uniquely support with, depending on which archangel you're calling through. But you can call through archangels to like stand guard for you and protect you if anything feels too much or as you are opening up this gift, okay? But you also have your lovely divine and sacred angels and guides as well to support you and, and come forward and and be that buddy system, be that support group for you as you continue calling in your community. Take a few deep breaths. <laughs> Whether this is new to you or you've been opening to it for a while, you're exactly where you're meant to be. You can trust yourself. Again, there could be absolutely a connection from past life experiences that's coming in and bringing in that fear frequency. The more you have awareness of what that fear frequency feels like, the more you can work with it and alchemize it. We're not trying to run away from fear. We want to alchemize the fear. And as I'm looking out, finishing this episode up, I'm in the mountains of North Carolina and these giant (laughs) hawks, there's one, two, three of them, which is a divine number. Um, Three of them swooping around and around and around and they're casting these gigantic shadows on the trees in the ground. And it's got the beautiful view of the mountain. And I feel like these birds are such such messengers for higher realms. And they're flying so close. They often fly around this area, the home that I stay in here. But oh my gosh, they are flying so much closer. So I feel like they're just harbingers of hope and love and spirit saying, you've got this. Thank you to these beautiful hawks and this hawk energy for bringing through this beautiful message. Wow, guys, like I can see the details. That's how close they're getting. So I'm just going to presence and see if there's anything else that the hawks want to say or bring through their energy power. Thank you. One just swooped right in front of this window. You guys, I've never seen them come this close. This is wild. The power but like, look how soft and graceful it, it takes a bird to like flap their wings. Even a large bird, like a hawk, like these are giant hawks, power and grace. You've got so much power within you. They embody their power, don't they? So just bringing forth that hawk energy to, to bring your power within you. If you want to spread your arms wide, like a hawk's wings and just feel that heart energy bringing you, centering you with your power. The power is already here. Returning it to yourself, being in your body. Just take a few deep breaths. Oh, that was so beautiful. And they've disappeared. Literally, as I'm finishing up this episode, they are no longer in front of me. Wow. It's like they were like, gave us their message and swooped away. Thank you guys for listening. I hope this was supportive. Like I said, I can see an evolution of this um episode coming into a part two or part three. If that's something you'd like and you have a specific ask or question or wondering or need specific support that you'd like me to speak to more in depth outside of the ones I've given you here, reach out to me. Send me a DM, 
at Hannah Johnson Coaching over on Instagram or email hello at hannahjohnsoncoaching.com and you can reach out to me at any time, guys. Say hello. Let me know what episode you listened to, which was your favorite, what questions you have, anything. If you've had any breakthroughs or if this felt really supportive for you and you tried out some things and it was really awesome for you and was effective, I'd love to hear that too. But like I said, if anybody has any additional questions, I can always do a follow-up episode to this episode. Thank you for listening. Much love from me and the beautiful hawk spirits coming through. Have a lovely day. See you in the next episode. Bye.